The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I, just before NXT tonight. We talk to Beth Phoenix. We talk about all things NXT plus her new EP that's out now. And speaking of Beth, I may have had one or two things to say about her Hall of Fame husband, Edge. And guess who called in next? That's right. Edge right here on the Busted Open Podcast. Dave LaGreca, Bully Ray. You can hear her every single Tuesday night on USA at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as part of NXT 2.0. And as I said, Hall of Famer, former world champion, and now a guest here on Busted Open, the great Beth Phoenix. Beth, good morning to you. Good morning. I was going to say, it's been a long time since I've heard my entrance music. It's like it's, it, it's like part of that wrestler-like anxiousness that we all have. Like when you hear it, it's like I get just a little bit sweaty. Like I don't have my boots on. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> Good morning, my fellow Hall of Famer. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you, Bubba? Nice to Very see you. Good. Always great to see you. Always great. Always great. Dave, so, take it away. Yeah, so uh, first and foremost, and we've talked about this before, and there's been some changes. You know, we've talked to you about commentating NXT and what a great job you've been doing. There's been some changes changes lately. Now NXT 2.0. Has, has that changed what you need to do each and every Tuesday night? Yes, um, 100%. Like, we were kind of, um, we all had kind of like a, a meeting of the minds to get together and, and, you know, with this new directive where we're really trying to create characters that are TV ready to go to Raw and SmackDown. Like we have an important role in that. And that's bringing forward, like what, who are these people? Who are these characters? You know, they can come out dressed the part like a Tony D'Angelo, but it's our job to really kind of get the audience engaged and asking questions and do what we can to make these stories and these characters kind of come to life. Not that we weren't doing that before, Mm -hmm. 
but there's, I would feel, I, I would dare to say the whole process has just been accelerated. Like we're just trying to, we're trying to really bring forward new characters because we just got this big influx of a lot of new talent all at once. So it's been, it's been a really fun learning process to kind of like get to know everybody that's new. And then also let's get them in the system. Let's get them moving. Beth, with, with the new people that might be in charge at NXT, what has been the most challenging change for yourself? Have you, have you had to change your commentary style or the way you help tell the stories at the announce table? Um, no. And I mean, there's not like per se new people in charge. I would just say we're we're freshening up the brand more than anything. And like I said, focusing more on like, instead of NXT being really branded as like the yellow brand where we're the little engine that could, we're now we're looking to produce stars. Like that's, that's our, our entire directive, our entire motivation, the matches that you see, are are not only just reps for these stars, but also for that for everybody to kind of push the envelope a little bit. And I, I love that we're we're uncuffing a lot of the talent and giving them an opportunity to like just try some stuff, try it. Like let us reel you back in instead of telling you, come on, you gotta gotta light it up, you gotta light it up. Like go out there, try different things. And it's the same for us as commentators. Like you know, we're we're being encouraged right now to just kind of be ourselves more, show more personality. Don't be so married to like the agenda and be, you know, walk in the straight line. Like, let's just have fun out there. And if we mess up, we mess up, you know, we're human and we don't want to be perceived as robots. We want to bring personality and a big part of ourselves to the show. As a hall of famer, you obviously would, and a commentator, you have eye for talent. Um, Who do you see right now with these new stars and these new up and coming characters? Who do you see a bright future for? Well, you know, yesterday, it's funny you asked that, I put on Twitter, like, you know, a a question to the audience, like, who are you excited to see most? Because like I said, we've been inundated with a lot of new characters, a lot of new talent. Um, I would say like ones to watch are definitely Tony D'Angelo. I mean, even his backstages, the second he came on the screen, there was just a connection with the audience. He's trending, you know, you've got the emojis like everywhere. Like it didn't take much to understand that character and kind of get behind it. So he's one to watch for sure. I mean, Braun Breaker is kind of undeniable. He's got that energy of personality and like, he's very authentic. I feel like he's not really playing a character. He's just kind of being himself. And that again is what our young audience really attaches to. Like they don't, they don't need or want, um, you know, uh, costumes we're not putting on costumes we want like that the costume helps to accent who you are but first of all i got to see who you are and then another one that i i have seen that people attach themselves to a lot is cora jade she's super young she's being herself and um she's just she's kind of really resonating with our young audience so i saw a lot of feedback on her and uh you know i always am a, a fan of the powerful woman lane that was a lane i was in as well and i would say keep an eye on indy hartwell persia parati you know, we've got a whole new generation of young women that are ready to bust out Ivy Nile. Um, you know, we've got, we've got, you know, the women's division. I heard you guys just talking about Becky and Charlotte, you know, there's a whole line of hungry women that are just dying to get up there and, you know, knock the top women off that pedestal. And these NXT women, I'm telling you, they're, they're awesome. Is this new branding of NXT, is this going to make it easier for the roster in that transition from being a part of NXT to going to a Raw or SmackDown now? 
Um, yes, I think in a lot of ways um, that the talent is getting an opportunity, not only like in their, their training behind the scenes, all their preparation for TV, but they're getting a great education in learning television as well, which is a, a whole different animal. It's something you can't learn doing live shows on, you know, on the independent scene, unless you're being filmed with multiple cameras in the WWE style, you know, we we're always working the camera. And if you've never done that, it's, it's different. It's theater versus, you know, movies. It's it's completely different. So um, I think, I feel like there's been an emphasis now working with the talent very closely to help them to slow down and to find your camera and to, you know, really be expressive in more ways than just doing, you know, high spots. Beth, before we uh, get into your, your new career in music <laughs> and the release, the release of your de debut a EP, uh, one of the conversations that me and Dave were have having before you came on and you just mentioned the exact two people that we were talking about in Becky and Charlotte as a woman who was at the top of the women's division as a former world champion what do you think about this whole situation any thoughts on it regardless if it's uh reality or if it's uh or, or if they're just writing this Charlotte and Becky, does it get any bigger for you? And what do you, how do you feel about this story moving forward? So, you know, I was just talking to my husband a little bit about this. Um, you know, your I feel, name? who's your husband? <laughs> oh, Adam, Adam, he's a nice guy. Really nice guy. I look forward um, to meeting him. <laughs> he's a good guy. He can be trouble though. So watch it. Is he difficult? Um, very difficult, very difficult. Oh my God. You know, folding the laundry is always a task. I'm, I'm sleeping on the couch for that, by the way. But um, he's probably listening right now. We'll call in to re rebuke that. <laughs> but um, try, but put, no, so try putting a match together with him. Yeah. <laughs> that, that might be on the bucket list still. You never know. Husband versus wife. It wouldn't be the first time in wrestling, right? That's a good one. Um, yes. So, uh, you know, we were just talking about this and, and here's my thought is this is the first time in history we've had, you know, big female stars before, right? Um, but this is the first time where like the women are featured pretty much at the same level as the men. We're having women main event tours and pay-per-views and WrestleMania and everything. So I feel like now, like these, these types of conflicts have always existed but we've just never had such a, a microscope on them because you've got these two women that are these massive stars that have done everything and and we all and their big personalities are clashing right now and you know if it, it's really easy to to see both perspectives and understand like okay i see charlotte's points because you know charlotte is consistent is all hell like she performs at an excellent level consistently for years. And, and she's also just, um, she's athletic. She's can cut a promo. She looks the part. And sometimes all of those things can, you know, like she said in an interview, rub people the wrong way on Becky's side, you know, Becky started as the underdog. I feel like she had to scratch and claw her way and then got over organically and then has reinvented herself. Whereas Charlotte's been kind of the same character standing tall above the rest for a long time. So these huge personalities, they've always existed in the women's locker room. We've always had clashes of personalities. It's just now is the first time in history where you've got these two women that have these massive microscopes. And I just think that's why the conversation is so intense on either side and the fan reaction is so intense. And that's good 
Like the whole point of this is to get people talking. They're talking for the first time about two female superstars going at it. And that is the topic of conversation dominating all the media outlets. That's what we wanted. Conflict is great. Controversy creates cash. And I guarantee you both of these women know that more than anybody. Also, too, when you look at Becky and Charlotte, the history that they have together, there's emotional investment. And that's why it makes me so difficult. And, you know, you're, pay- you're playing a character on the show. And for whatever reason, they want people to boo Becky Lynch. But, but Beth, it's impossible to boo <laughs> Becky Lynch. The fans don't want to do it, especially in a scenario where she's stepping into the ring with Charlotte at a major pay-per-view like Survivor Series. Yeah, it's, it's really tough sometimes, you know, even as a heel, when you're entertaining, you know, and, and I do think Becky is doing everything in her power to, you know, get the heel reactions, but also our audience is really sophisticated, right? They're, they're looking at the characters and they're just like, I find her entertaining and, and maybe they're, maybe they know that she's the bad guy in the movie, but it's the same reason we'll watch a, we'll watch a movie like the Joker and your heartstrings are pulled because the heel, every good heel has to have an element of truth, has to have a cause that they believe is right, even if the whole world thinks it's wrong. So, you know, in some ways, like you, you just have some respect for someone like Becky that she's worked hard, she puts herself out there. And also there's a fearlessness that people respect to go out there and get booed hurts. It does not feel good. I don't know. I mean, I worked as a heel for a long time. And it sucked sometimes. I wanted kids to reach for me and slap my hand. Instead, they were throwing paper cups and swearing at me. And, you know, that's not, it doesn't feel good. You have to kind of put, compartmentalize that in your head and, and be like, okay, this is my job tonight. If they're cheering the baby face on the other side of the ring, it works. But I feel like in today's world, it's, it's a lot more complex. And in the end, if they're making noise, who cares? They love it. You know, whether they boo or cheer, you know, you can only control so much. <laughs> Beth, you talked about personality clashes and conflicts with with certain performers. I'm not asking you to name names at all, but during your time, did you experience with um, one of your fellow female, you know, competitors or or many at that matter, the same kind of personality clash and conflict that Charlotte and Becky are going through right now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that there was, I think in the course of my career, there wasn't many women I didn't get along with. Um, you know, and, and I would say for the most part, sometimes working together made things sticky because you're both trying. And also we had such limited time and limited real estate on the show. That's where the competitiveness came in. But I think at the end of the day, we all had great respect for one another and, you know, could come away from the experience after it was said and done. And the kind of the tension came down and the pressure of performing and competing all went away. And like, I think, this is a nice stage in my life and career where I have respect for everything and everybody that I I worked with. And it wasn't always perfect, but how could it be in this, in this job? Like you've got big egos, big personality. And again, we were all crammed in a tight space all the time, traveling together, working with one another. It ain't easy. And, you know, natural conflicts come up, but like, you know, just like Becky and Charlotte, I feel like in 10 years, you know, when, when their careers have kind of come to a different place, like I'm at, they're going to look at it all differently. And I, I don't think at any point you lose that bond. If you've wrestled somebody, you're bonded to them forever. You know, whether or not it's a friendly bond where you'll hang out and, you know, have a glass of wine together, it's, it's you know, it remains to be seen. But I think that no matter what, they'll, they'll eventually come to a point where they have respect, that respect, you know. 
We'll see, and maybe we'll find out the new chapter at Survivor Series on, on Sunday. I want to get into the EP, uh, Stone, Rose, and Bone, uh, four songs that were released this past Friday. Like, What got you back involved in music? Because I know music was such a big part of your life before your wrestling co career. What ignited that? Was it, was it the pandemic? Yeah, it was definitely the pandemic. Like, um, you know, I think we're all just kind of looking for ways to, we're all creative people in wrestling. Like we're all, and, and I think so many wrestlers have musical bones, like that maybe they just don't talk about. And, 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 you know, again, this is something I've said a lot is, you know, when I came out as this character that was supposed to be fear, fearsome and, you know, dangerous, I'm not going to be like, oh, by the way, I sing a little bit of gospel and country on the side, you know, it, it would take away from, the, the image, right? Yeah. So I feel like now in retirement, this was something where I'm like, oh, I can kind of show a little bit more. And social media is awesome. I could show that side of me. And then if I want to throw on tights and be in the Royal Rumble, you know, that that doesn't have to conflict. But um, yeah, it was for sure the pandemic. Um, Renee, you know, put out a cookbook. And I just loved that, you know, she took the time to kind of express herself and create this like beautiful thing to put out into the world, Renee Paquette. And, um, and it, that was really inspiring to me. I'm like, oh, you know, I, this is something I've wanted to do for a long time. I had written songs. And so I approached WWE about it and they're like, let's do it. So uh, that, that's kind of how that all started. And I'm glad that you let your husband influence your music at all. <laughs> because obviously anybody who listens to this show knows Here he has horrific taste in music. And judging from the four songs that you put out, he had no influence it on all. So good, good job by you. I know it could be tough because he is your husband, but I'm glad you were able to blog out that negativity and put out a strong four songs. Well, you know, he had prepared me that this topic may come up and he wanted me to send this message. This is directly from him. If you could just for once, Dave, not be an asshole, that'd be awesome. That is his quotes, not mine. <laughs> I am passing Bravo. the message. I'm sure he is listening, Bravo. just just snorting and laughing as as I said that. He is laughing his tail off wherever he's listening. <laughs> well, See, Dave, you know what I say, Ben. Moral of the story, one, Dave. It takes one don't to be an asshole. One. It takes one to it takes one to know one. Okay. Hey, I'm go. zipping my lip. I'm zipping. If if you're listening, pal, your music taste sucks, and you're an asshole. <laughs> the only good thing trust in your me, life is the woman he's that you married. Trust me, he's the woman listening. That you married. <laughs> he's listening. He is. God bless. <laughs> God bless you, Beth. God bless you for having to put up with that man. God bless you. You may get a call in later. You may get a caller. <laughs> Beth, you just you just said that uh, social media is awesome. Uh, social media can also also be awful. Oh, yes. <laughs> any reservations on your part, any apprehension on your part about releasing music into the world where you know everybody and everybody has an opinion hiding behind their keyboards these days. So how did, uh, how did you feel about that releasing your music? Totally. So, yes, that, let's, not, let's be real here. Social media can be a wormhole of negativity, for sure, if you look for it. Um, so yeah, so I was at one point kind of hesitant to even put it out there because I, you know, I had the whole thing done and recorded and we were just preparing the, you know, the cover and a lot of stuff. And I, I almost, I had a moment where I'm like, forget it, screw it. I'm not doing this. 
you know, this could be a massive embarrassment. You know, everybody's going to laugh at me and be like, what are you thinking? Who do you think you are? But then I just thought to myself, like, that's, that's living in fear. And that's you, that's letting fear dictate what I'm doing. And I, and I'm going to put something out into the world that I'm really proud of and what everybody thinks of it is none of my business. And I have to repeat that to myself all the time. What you guys think it's none of my business. Here it is take it or leave it or love it or hate it, but it ain't my business. And also that's the thing again, with being a heel or being in wrestling, I chose this life. I chose this job and it's given me so many beautiful things. It gave me the opportunity for WWE to help me create this album that I wanted to put out so badly. And, and, you know, they gave me a platform. So I can't in, in turn be like, well, it has to be received a certain way. No, I'm putting it out there. I think we're things get sticky is it's your art. It's close to your heart. You know, these songs were emotional for me. So when somebody, you know, so to speak shits on it or whatever, like it's, it's kind of like, Oh man, that stings, but that's not why you do it. You do it to, to do something that makes you happy. And that's, that's what you have to lean on when the negativity happens. And honestly, I also want to give a little piece of advice to folks that may be finding themselves entrenched in a lot of negativity. Sometimes it's, it's our instinct to want to lash out and lash back. If somebody writes me a shitty comment. My instinct is to be like, well, screw you or whatever. But when I do that, it tends to, I've noticed it tends to bring on a whole lot more negativity. Like I'll get, so it becomes like this volleying back and forth. So like, it's almost like ignoring the negativity, highlighting the positivity tends to bring on more positivity. I know it doesn't work in all scenarios, but that's been my strategy for trying to keep the, the monster, the storm at bay. <laughs> No, it's it's a it's a fantastic, healthy attitude to have, and I think it's wonderful. I think the music is beautiful. I mean, you should be proud of what you've been able to do with this second part of your career. A bully and I praise you all the time on commentary. I think Aww. you do a phenomenal job. And even though I, I praise not, you more than he does, that's, that's <laughs> absolutely not true. And I'm and, taking notes. And <laughs> honestly, even though I may not like uh, like him as a person, personality, <laughs> music taste. The, the fact that what Edge has been able to do in the ring with this with this new run has been phenomenal as well. His storytelling, like what he's been able to do in the ring. You have to be proud of what your husband's oh. been able to accomplish. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. You know, we talk about the stage of life and like, you know, we, we have our motivations for doing everything. But if you don't love what you're doing and you're not excited to do it, it ain't going to work. It's going to show. It's going to be written all over you. So like at the core of it all, I think Adam, you know, Adam loves challenges. Like, you know, no matter what it is, whatever you put in front of him, like it, it he's more motivated, the harder it is, the more difficult it is. So like coming back from a career ending injury, of course, he was all over that. But I think like, you know, we're, we're just learning what it takes to do this at this age. And it's, it's a, it's a trial and error process. It's an investment of self-care, but I'm just so proud of him because I hope, and I say, again, I'm repeating myself a thousand times. This is what I do. He always gets, he always yells at me. He calls me Rhino because I repeat the same stories or he's like, <laughs> that, that's, that's the nickname, the Rhino repeating, but you know what? Me and Rhino would have great dinner together. We would just tell the same story for four hours. Oh, oh that pot is uh, <laughs> huge because I so get the joke. I so get the so, joke. Oh, my so God. So me and Rhino were like this. But, you know, we just we just talk about like you if because of the effort that he puts in, not just in the ring, but every day, the diet, the training, the ring work, blah, 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 the consistent effort every day when it's time to finally say goodbye. 
I know he's going to be, he's going to feel such contentment in his heart because there's nothing left to give. There's not a drop. There's nothing he could have done better. Nothing he would have changed. He's put in, he gave it his all. And there's such a satisfaction. And I feel like a completion that he didn't get when he was forced to retire when he was younger. That's awesome. And, and for you too, with this EP, with these four songs, to, to work on something, to have a passion of yours play out, to be able to put this out to the public and it's available everywhere. I've already downloaded it on my phone. It's available everywhere where you can stream music. Again, the EP is called Stone, Rose, and Bone. Like how sad, like I feel good for you that you're able to have this avenue and have it come out like this. It's, it's, it's amazing. Well, first of all, you know, thank you again for giving me this little promotion because it's, it's again, wrestling has given me so many opportunities and windows to do things I never could have done. If I was just, you know, trying to do this on my own, like it would be such an uphill climb. I don't know if at 40 years old, I would have the motivation to, you know, go out and record an album, find a studio, you know, do the, the, the absolute, you know, pounding the pavement that it did to make it in my wrestling career. But because of wrestling, I have this, like I said, opportunity and it, and it is, there's a lot of satisfaction. I have no delusions that I'm the next Adele. I know exactly where, you know, I know where my talents lie and I know where my strengths are, but it was wonderful. Like I look at our truth and I just love what truth does. Truth like believes in his music consistently puts out great stuff and has fun. You can tell he does it because he loves it. You know, hit row. There's just, there's more to our personalities now that social media. And, and now that I have the time, you know, that I can express these sides of myself that have always kind of been there, but you know, as the glamazon and I had 90 seconds on TV to run out there and do one move, you know, like I didn't have time to share any of that. Now I can, you know, if you get, if you want to get to know me, you can, and this is a part of me. Well, I always wanted to be the next Brett Michaels, and I wound up being the next Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. I, mean, that, that's, that's, I hit wow. that line on myself before you could hit that line. <laughs> Meatloaf had a lot of number one records, though. Success. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> and he also had long, beautiful hair, Bully. Um, but... <laughs> Beth, uh, again, uh, again, the name of the EP is Stone, Rose, and Bone. Make sure you stream it. Make sure you download it. Make sure you tell your friends. We'll be playing some of it here on Busted Open. Beth, thank you. Congratulations on this, and uh, appreciate giving the time this morning. No, thank you guys for the time. Always great to, to hop on. And like I said, you may get an angry caller later. <laughs> you know what? I, I was actually going to give you a message to give to him, but, you know, you're Please. Gonna, you're too good of a person to, to spread that type of vulgarity. So. Yeah, but I can I can use vulgarity in air quotes. I'll just air quote it. Okay. All right. So uh, you could tell your husband to go fuck himself. Okay. <laughs> no, no. I, Dave. Uh, uh, hey, listen. I would never. That's why I said I didn't want her to say it because she could never say yeah. those words. No, I'll, I'll edit it. Yeah, please edit it. No, and no. Seriously, he has done a phenomenal job. I mean, in the ring, his promos, like you said, to be, get himself back into shape the way he has been. It's absolutely amazing. And Beth, for you uh, to, to go from being in the ring behind the table to kill it on commentary and to have this passion play out in this EP. Congratulations to both of you. Amazing job for both of you. Thank you. Thank you for all the kind words and the time. And I, I will, ha I do have to put my husband over really quick. He was a big part in encouraging me to do this and to not let fear rule my life. So I awesome. do have to send a big thank you out to him. 
Awesome. 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 Right, Beth, thank you, thank Beth. you so much for the time. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. This is former NFL linebacker and current SiriusXM NFL radio host, Kirk Morrison. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, Total Coverage. Each week, I'll be joined by some of the greatest minds in the game as we explore the hows and the whys behind the week's biggest results. Whether we're breaking down player techniques, game plans, or coaching philosophies, we'll explain the details that define our favorite performances. New episodes will be available every Tuesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Gabby, who's on the line? Who you telling me to go to line seven? Why do you want me to go to line seven? It's just it's a, it's a surprise call. Wants to talk okay. to you. Let's go out to uh, a surprise caller on line seven. How are you today? I'm good, uh, asshat. How are you? <laughs> oh, hello, sir. Working on get the soup with it. See, here's the thing with you, LaGreca, is I knew I had to prepare my wife because you'd, with your little slingshot, with your little pebbles, you're dealing with a man who can roll a boulder over your stupid little fatheads, okay? So here's what you do is you, you tuck all your words back in your face and then just shit them out because nobody wants to hear them, plain and simple. How are you, uh, Dave? I, you know what? It's great to hear from you. Did you hear all the kind <laughs> words that I said about you in that interview? I, you know what? I did. I did. I did. And and this all stems from from a difference in opinion when it comes to Pearl Jam. So yes. if you don't like Pearl Jam, I can appreciate that. Doesn't mean that you're you're necessarily a bad guy. However, I do really appreciate how Thunder Rosa has been just annihilating you everywhere. Oh, she's going to get – did you hear about that Thunder Rosa is going to get my head tattooed on her ass on Saturday? <laughs> Dude, besides your head, it ain't fitting. <laughs> this is know. so true. His <laughs> ego is exploding lately. No, it's not. Not at all. She's going to be embarrassed. Yeah. But, but seriously, Edge, and I'm not at the type of relationship to call you anything other than that, but – Seriously, like, and I said this in the interview, and I really do mean it. Um, f- what Beth is doing on commentary, phenomenal. And the fact that she took this time uh, to go after her passion, something that she really loves in music that was a big part of her life, and be able to get this out there to the public. And her healthy attitude when it comes to social media. Uh, I mean, you have to be so proud of your wife, seriously. Yeah, no, I, I always have been, you know, her work ethic. And what she won't talk about is that the, the, the fact that she's juggling that and also being the most hands-on mom she can possibly be, you know, um, in the midst of a pandemic, which I know we're all dealing with, right? But that's a lot of plates to keep up in the air. And, you know, for instance, she so she did NXT. She hopped on the jet with everybody up to New York, got in at four, woke up at eight, banged out that album in four hours, which she wrote, by the way, and then flew home right into picking up the girls from school. Um, It's, it's her work ethic. And, you know, she talked about me enjoying challenges. She's the same way. I mean, I don't think you get into our industry or any form of entertainment. If you don't, you know, feast on challenges because that they're they're gonna be there this is not an easy thing whether it's wrestling whether it's music whether it's acting you pick it it's not going to be easy to get into because the 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 doorway to get into this type of profession is so small so you got to bet on yourself and be be willing to take that chance because you're, you're gonna have to kick open a door that's not going to be open wide 
And then for you uh, to come back from that injury, to get back in phenomenal shape, uh, to do what you've been able to do in the ring, killing it on the microphone as well. I mean, uh, for somebody who's just a fan that has watched you in your entire career, I think you've done some of the best work and some of the best matches that you've ever had. So you should be proud of yourself as well. Uh, you know, more than anything, I'm, I'm having fun, you know, because I got something back I thought I'd never have back. And, and for that nine years, I thought about what I would do if I could get back. I tried not to dwell on it because, you know, that's not too healthy. But it, it still got in there when I'd see a good match or something. I'd go, oh, man, what I would have done there. Ooh, if I could do – if I – I would have tried this. You know, that kind of thing like all us grizzled old veterans do. Um, but to then have it, you know, the, through, through some work, you know, have this opportunity again and be able to get in with a whole new era because I was thinking about it, man. Like I came in in the Attitude Era. Then I was there through the Ruthless Aggression Era. But I didn't get my hands on any of these talent in this new era. And, and man, when, when I was like, okay, I get to work with Rollins. I get to work with Reigns. And then everybody else that I still want to work with, I mean, that, that's so exciting for me. And if I can impart any little bit of knowledge while that's happening, like Terry Funk did for me, like Jerry Lawler, Hogan, Flair, Sean, Taker, like all those guys did for me, then, then, it's, then it's a win. Edge, how are you feeling physically? How's the body holding up? <laughs> you know, it's... I, I think what I've I've learned is that uh, the self care and the recuperation just takes longer, right? So before, when you could do it every night, that's not the case anymore. You know now, uh, you know on on a good after a, after a match, I'm like, okay, I feel great. Maybe I could do one the next day, but that's pretty rare. Like it, it's usually a, a good. Uh, two to three weeks until I'm like, okay, all right. I think everything's knocked out of my system. You know, the cryotherapy I did, you know, the sauna, I did cold plunges. I stretched, I did yoga, I did massage, all of those things that I never did before. Now they're a necessity. Well, again, you should be proud of yourself. You should be proud of Beth. Phenomenal job. Um, Riot Act still sucks. It's still a fucking terrible album, but it's oh, it, Dear it's, God. <laughs> see, see, hold on. See, at the beginning, Again. he st when he started to let you off the hook, I didn't want to interrupt, but I wanted to tell him, don't let LaGreca off the hook because he's going to resort back to being the asshole that he always is. And you just you saw just it right nice, there. Right? Yeah. Don't be nice to this prick. He's basically a human scab, right? Like, it yes, who suffers from a disease known as micropenis. Yeah. Ugh. No, but you know what, though? It shows you, Edge, that everything that I say when it's a compliment and it's praise is 100% truthful because I don't hide my feelings. So then you know what I'm telling Fair you enough. is 100% genuine. Really quick, because you're a Hall of Famer. Really quick, I do have, uh, I have to ask you a question. What advice do okay. you have for me uh, when I go up against Thunder Rosa on Saturday? I mean, you're, you're just going to get annihilated, dude. I mean, there's no – cover, turtle. Do what you do best. Hide. <laughs> turtle. <laughs> okay? Lay on your That's back. You oh, well, yeah. thank you. I mean, I, I appreciate the advice. <laughs> just cover your spine as much as you can, you know. 
He doesn't have one. Oh, please. Very good point. (laughs) Stop, Dave. Don't act cool in front of you. Don't act cool in front of you wannabe friends. Because you want to be friends with my good friend Adam so bad. Well, to me, he's Edge, and I've always been a fan, and I, I love him to death. Edge, thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Take care. Uh, take, All right. Take bye care, bye. bud. My best, my new best friend, Edge. Here, oh, he gave see? me some advice. He gave me some advice about Saturday. what happened to your new best friend, Lars Frodrickson, who's we, we, still my new best friend. Yeah. Well, we'll you got rid of Lars that. real quick, huh? No, he's my guy. What? The, I, I, you can have more, more than one best friend. Dude, boy, oh boy, you jump from best friend to best friend. <laughs> You're a best friend jumper. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.